Thanksgiving break. Happy Thanksgiving, boys. Did everyone have a uh, a good holiday? You know, I was sick for about three quarters of it, but uh, I did I did at least manage to watch the boys win, so I'll take it. I wasn't sick for any of it. I'm not I'm not a weak person, but I had a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> Solid. Very nice, very nice. Uh, AJ learned to uh, that when he would go. Yay! And clap. Everyone would do it back to him. So he did that for like four and a half solid hours during the game. Nice, so nice. We were we were clapping during halftime, timeouts, commercials, whenever. But it was a good time. It was a good time. So uh, this is Boys Will Be Boys. I'm Andy Catelli. Benjamin Walker. Zachary Love. And we are coming to you on the Monday after Thanksgiving, the site of an absolute massacre the dallas cowboys you know they're a little they're a little sketch on thanksgiving you know you never quite know how to feel about how they're gonna do but we were playing a pretty sorry washington commanders team and the cowboys took it to them um they let him hang around which is classic cowboy shit but in the end 45 to 10 another drubbing from the cowboys and I guess we'll start off with uh, another pretty righteous performance from one Dakota Rain Prescott. Yeah, boys, it was a, uh, you know, he was fabulous again. Uh, DFF gave him like the highest grade they've given any quarterback since 2007, which, you know, I... That might be a little absurd, but okay. That might be always absurd with the way that they do grading, because I don't know if that was the best quarterback performance I've seen in a decade, but... There is no doubt that he was out there uh, absolutely still in his bag, and uh, he never really at any point looked runners, looked off his game, looked ill-prepared. I mean, he was pretty much, uh, you know, a you know the, the A version of Dak, which when that's in place, you know, you always feel good about it. The whole game that made me, the very beginning, he overthrew Lamb on that, what should have been a long touchdown for CD, but after that, he really seemed to settle in, and he just started just throwing darts. Yeah, that seam ball that he threw that I think Ferguson got killed on and didn't catch, but it was such a fucking missile, dude. He's just mm-hmm. throwing his seam balls right now. He's just throwing like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just heat checks, man, just straight down the middle of the field, splitting safeties. If our tight ends were Turpin was better. That beautiful. one was yeah. The two point conversion to C D where he just he looks over at uh Pollard. Pollard runs like the little go route, like wheel route out of the backfield into the corner and Dak looks at him, sees that he's covered and he's like, all right, man, just fires it between like three defenders and finds CD in the back of the end zone. Just absolutely gorgeous. So yeah, man, this is uh statistically speaking, the best six game streak of Dak Prescott's entire career, 18 touchdowns, two interceptions. I, I, I don't have much 49ers. to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's all. That's obviously the caveat, right? Is like, we got to see him do this against better competition, and he will get it. The next month is significantly more difficult than the previous one. Um, it starts with Seattle this Thursday. It'll go, you know, we have to play basically a who's who, right? We're going to play the Dolphins, the Eagles, um, the Lions. Uh, so it, it is going to get significantly more difficult than it has. But in this game, man, four touchdowns, no turnovers, th- another 300-yard game. Um he didn't no no receiver really went off uh your leading receivers brandon cooks with 72 yards and a touchdown um he didn't link up with cd probably as much as we probably would have hoped cd saw nine targets but only caught five balls for 53 and he did get a touchdown um but overall he spread the ball out they obviously they made it work uh and i do think the the running game looked a little bit better this time around than in the last couple days, the last couple games anyway. This was probably yeah, the best I've seen Pollard in maybe the whole season, at least. Like, he, he had some answer. runs that I was very stoked on. I'm surprised when at the end that I looked at it and he didn't even have 100 yards because it felt like he ran for 130. Yeah, he but, only touched. He only got 13 touches, which is why I think he ended up not he made having the most that of them, crazy though. of a day. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the touchdown run was awesome. He had, like, 
two runs around the outside that he turned into like 15 plus um, along of 27. So a great day from Pollard. Rico Dowdle doesn't show up on the stat sheet a ton, but he had some very meaningful runs uh, and a touchdown on a screen pass. I think they used him in the on the same screenplay we used to give to Zeke all the time, and it seemed to work really, really well. So hopefully we'll see more of that. Um, but yeah, overall, not a ton of complaints on the offensive side of the ball. Really liked what we saw. Uh, Mike managed to call a good game. Didn't get cute. We didn't see the Wildcat come out. We didn't see a bunch of triple reverse bullshit. Um, the Cowboys seemed to go right at him, and he seemed to let Dak go to work on him. And, and you, Dak did stuff. You know, I want to talk about the coaching real quick. Because I initially was kind of confused and annoyed. I don't know if it's really a Dan Quinn thing over a Mike thing, but it felt like we were doing prevent defense, like, immediately. Like, very early on, it's like, all right, we'll let him drive a little bit, let him chew up the clock. That was just the vibe I was getting. And I was so just like, the game is still so early. Yeah. Why are you doing were, that? And they were with us, dude. It wasn't like even yes. going into halftime, they were not out of this game. Um, and then when they but, when we gave up the touchdown drive to Sam Howell, got the touch the only touchdown of the day they got. I wasn't worried about it at all. I was confused, um, but, but like most of the time when we have these like what the fuck is he doing things, we always win anyways. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, because I mean, um, I was pointing out like in the end of the, the end of the game, it was forty five to ten. They beat us on time of possession by 13 minutes, and they had 25 yeah. more plays than we did, despite us blowing the shit out of them. Yeah, it's just the one of those. Did, it was interesting. The Cowboys definitely I kind had of the liked explosive it. plays. Yeah, the Cowboys definitely had the explosive plays. Like we're the one, our team. When you're when you're the team that's getting like the 30 and 40 yard touchdown bombs, and the you know the Commanders were just like settling for like four yard pass play, mm-hmm. four yard run. And um, we were calling the it too. Defense, there were deep passes by Dak. It wasn't just yards after carry or anything. It was for just sure. like just a good game plan from the very beginning, even when the scores were close, they just didn't have any faith in the commanders being a real threat. It was just to me like yeah. you get a lead, they will not catch up. They are not capable yeah. of it. Just let them chew the clock out. And they and ran just, even into cool. the uh, the teeth of the the commander's defense. I mean, if there's one strength that this team has, that they do have uh, a pretty damn good defensive line with guys like Jonathan Allen on it. And they ran Pollard right at those guys, and he mm-hmm. ran straight through the teeth of that defense to score that touchdown. Um, overall, loved it. We did the defense did surrender its first 100 yard game uh, of the year to Curtis Samuel. He had nine for exactly 100 yards. Um, so that was the first time all season any single skill position player has gotten 100 yards on the Cowboys defense, but on a 10-point day, no complaints. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot to talk about on the defensive side. They got four sacks, another sack and a half day from Micah Parsons, who's been on a tear recently, multi-sacks in his last couple outings. He's uh, really, I think, I think the the sack lead in the NFL is within striking distance for Micah if he can maintain this pace. Um, obviously, Miles Garrett is an absolute machine, uh, and so is TJ Watt, but he's within, you know, a sack and a half, two sacks of the best guys in the game. Um, he has absolutely turned it on, whereas last season, I feel like this was about the time when we started to see, like, the lull in the Micah thing, and we were all kind of worried. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he was the odds-on favorite for Defensive Player of the Year on this time last year, and then he had like a six-game stretch where he basically just couldn't do anything. And, um, you know, it doesn't feel like that's going to happen to him this year. So Yeah. Jonathan Hankins had a hell of a game this time around. A two-sack game from Jonathan Hankins. Yeah. Definitely his best game as a Cowboy. Um, I guess the uh, the highlight of the whole defensive performance, though, goes to Deron Bland. Uh Sets an NFL record, fifth pick six in a season, which is absolutely absurd. And I'll say this, some of the other pick sixes we've seen from Bland have been like, he snags like a screen pass and he gets to basically walk in from like the 10 or 15 yard line. He earned the shit out of this one, dude. He had to break like three different tackles. He made two commanders players kill each other with a juke move. It was awesome. I was on my feet in my living room. Yeah, I thought Nance was uh, great on the call on that one. That was a pretty iconic uh, a Jim Nance moment. He really set the theater up for that one, I think, for fans. and This uh, is history! Yeah, I thought, I thought he was badass. When he thought, said that... Uh, oh. 
Yeah, well, that could have gone. If, if, if he'd been tackled, everyone would have hated Nance forever. I mean, that, and then you see all the defenders charging at him, and it was, or I guess, yeah. offensive coming at him. I was like, oh god. But and then Bland pulls a handgun that... out of his his pads. <laughs> and, oh, oh, last Boy Scout, in life, <laughs> but. <laughs> So I overall, dude, uh, just a great performance on both sides of the ball. The one weird part of this game, uh, we finally see a stumble from the great Brandon Aubrey. Uh, still perfect in field goals, 22 of 22 on the year. Missed a pair of extra points. Bizarre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we'll have to monitor that I'm in sorry, a big no, game. Not a pair, just one, just one. Just Four one, but he missed one last game too, so two in two weeks. Um, but, you know, just something to, to keep an eye on. Third miss of the season, but uh, still perfect field goals. Um, this is a weird game, too, you know, because it was 20 to 10 in the fourth. I never really at any point thought that Washington was going to make a true run. You know, they had a chance where I thought that we had a big fourth down stop when it was still 20 to 10 late in the third quarter. Uh, stuffed the running back on a fourth and two and then immediately scored. And that was pretty much it. Screwed a field goal, but still. And then, yeah, the fourth quarter, I mean, Dallas just kind of has a switch they can hit that very few teams can, where I, I think we saw it against the Giants week one and um, even late against the Panthers last week where just all of a sudden, when they start getting takeaways, man, they can just strike fast. And all of a sudden they can score 21 points in three minutes, shit like that, and you just look up at the scoreboard and you're like, oh, wow. This game got out of yeah. hand fast. And and, and <laughs> I wouldn't even say that, like, this game was closer than I would have wanted it to be later than I would have wanted it to be. But it, I can't even blame the Cowboys offense for that. It was more just that, like, Washington was doing these just, like, insanely long drives over and over again. Like, in the first half. I mean, how was 300 yards. I mean, so he yeah. was moving it a little. They weren't. You know, I mean, they weren't having a ton of success, but they were moving yeah. the ball. Yeah, they, the Cowboys punted on their first uh, their first drive, which was the one where Dak overthrew Lamb, and then on third and five, he decided to go deep to Jalen Tolbert, who shockingly did not come up with the ball. Yeah, uh, but after that, they scored three straight touchdowns in their next three drives. So one, you know, three of four in the first half. Um, then in the second half, they start out with two punts, and then they get. Uh, Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, pick six. So, yeah, they they really they they punted three times. Uh, they seem to start halves slower, weirdly, but they have done a they did do a tremendous job overall. Um, I think one thing there's been a lot of discussion about the Cowboys linebacker core. I think mostly because one, obviously, you lost Overshone in the preseason, you lost LVE for the season, and you've seen kind of the rise of Damone Clark and Marquise Bell, both of whom I think have played really, really good football. Um, for who those guys are and like the expectation uh, on that group specifically, um, they've done a really good job. But there is a pretty exciting visit happening in Frisco tomorrow. So over the week of Thanksgiving, kind of a shocker to the NFL world, the Colts just straight released Darius Leonard, a three-time All-Pro. He's an All-Pro in like 20, or 2019, 2020, and 2021. He's linebacker um, football in 2019. Yeah. For three years, this dude was the linebacker. He signed a huge, like, six-year, $100 million deal. And then he had uh, an in, he was kind of injury plagued in 2022, and he's played pretty well this year. Um, I've heard from basically my him. film guys that basically he he still has all the smarts. He's just lost the speed, so he's yeah. still like an all brainiac linebacker. Can see the field. He just can't move the way that he did a few years ago. Yeah, so he's like uh, it's a little bit of the uh, the Jalen Smith thing, but. Obviously, different class of player. I am still down, especially given the price. The Colts are going to be on the hook for most of that contract. I think they said that like any team that signs him is basically going to have to pay him six million bucks. I am one hundred percent down to have that guy in that linebacker room, especially with the young guys with Clark and Bell. Um, I think it'd be perfect for a mid. It's, it's kind of the exact type of acquisition the Cowboys do do acquire you know we, we we're not really the splashy spend a lot of money spend high draft pick team anymore but they will take the bargain they will be in the bargain bin quite a bit 
And if you get him just for a one-year deal, I think you got to look at it, uh, especially, you know, LVE being out for the year. I think having a true leader in the middle of that field, um, even if he doesn't play all the snaps because they're going to other guys, uh, you know, I, I just think with a really young defense outside of Gilly, that's uh, that would be a really big bonus to have him in the middle, especially with our right. linebacker core being, like you said, it's the been... mid-token it's yeah. Finn and Young, Finn and Young, you Finn know. Finn Young, and these guys aren't linebackers, really. They're, like, converted safeties, um, and they've played tremendously well. So, like, no, no, I mean, especially Marquise Bell has played out of his mind. Like, he, he's, one he's of, popped. Absolutely one of the, the shining stars of the season. But I would love it, man, because Darius Leonard's a name, and he's definitely a guy a maniac, that can. Dude. And I, I think Dan Quinn could do something big with him. You know, I thought Anthony Barr was going to be that a year or two ago. Agreed. A big nothing burger. But I do think Darius Leonard at this point in his career and age-wise still can be. You know, I think the Colts just decided, you know, hey, this it's contract's too big. It's yeah. a huge contract for a linebacker especially. Uh, and the Colts yeah, just aren't a great ran organization, so. Yeah. Uh, did you see uh, Jim Ursay the other day being like, I'm discriminated against. Cause I'm a white billionaire. Like, people, yes, I did. People, people yeah, are did prejudiced that. against me. I was like, dude, that's why he got his DUI. Yeah. Yeah, dude, for sure. Dude. But yeah, uh, this guy, uh, Oh, cool. Uh, July 27th. So one day off of my birthday, a Leo fellow Leo. Um, but he's 28 years old. Uh, and this dude, he was, he was the defensive rookie of the year, three time, first team, all pro one time, second team, all pro, he uh, led the league in forced fumbles in 2021. He was the tackles leader in 2018. He had 160 tackles or something ridiculous in that year. Um, so, dude, this this guy would be a beast. And and adding a true professional all pro leader to that level of defense, you'd have one at every level now. Like every level, of your defense would have a special player in it. Um, and like you said, Ben, I mean, the only guy who's really got like true age on him is probably i guess gilly and tank are your two kind of elder states so i forgot about tank um, and even jay ron's a pretty way, good veteran but gilly he made probably the best play i've seen him make this season in this game um saved a fantastic touchdown, probably fantastic Absolutely pass breakup yeah so while i think everyone is kind of looking forward to the duran bland trayvon diggs combo that's going to occur next year Gilly still every once in a while shows you that there's a reason he was, you know, all everything, you know, defensive player of the year at cornerback is, is not uh, pretty solid. I I think he's been a very solid acquisition for them. Um, Especially given that Diggs went down. I mean, they'd be in big deep shit if he was gone. So for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, he's in, he's in, uh, he's at the start of tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, they will hopefully Jerry will close the deal. I would love that. I haven't, I have not seen like if he's going anywhere else. Um, but there's a lot of uh, news about the Cowboys are obviously like front and center on this. Um, I know the Bears have also talked about wanting to get uh, Darius Leonard, but yeah, Mike McCarthy basically came out Eagles and said talking about him. You know what? Knowing how the league operates, I, I honestly want us to get him just so they don't. To be honest, knowing how the league mm-hmm. operates these days, it'll probably be like Darius Leonard agrees to play for the Eagles for free. Colts also agree to give them a first round pick because. And then in the end, he's so tedious. God, oh man. So yeah, dude. I I don't know if there's a a ton more to say about this game. Uh, really, I think the high the high points are. It was Dak a good shot and Deron Bland, dude. That's your your picks. It was a very easy game to, uh, you know, I was sick, so I was watching at home. But for those who were enjoying Thanksgiving festivities, it was very one for your uncles to fall asleep on the couch too and just uh, nod away yep. at a nice cowboy victory. So, uh, which is all you can ask for, Dallas, after a few stressful Thanksgivings in the past. For and- sure. And it's always good to beat the Red Scare. I had a few commie jokes that I was posted on the call, uh, the pod. So it's always good to to beat the the Ruskies at their own game. Um, you know, you, you always, always got to be worried when Major Tuddy rolls into town. <laughs> when Major Tuddy's bringing the troops around on a on a on a American holiday, no less. Uh, you gotta you gotta be careful. So that was big, and we moved the commies to uh, own five in the NFC East this year, which is pretty fucking bad. 
They are done zo. Well, it went to their DC. Fired, by the way, right after the game. So they fired Jack well, Del Rio. That's always Giving nice. Up 45 points is rough. Um, Which is tough. Firing weekend. Jack Del Rio got fired. Frank Wright got fired today. It's uh, tough for Jack Del Rio. He's got some. Uh, he's got some BLM founder uh, protests to show up to. So I know his <laughs> schedule is going to be full. Oh, oh, what January 6th? That little that little kerfuffle at the Capitol, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay so I did pal. not realize Frank Reach was. Uh, I didn't realize it was Frank Reich. Frank Reich, yeah. Yeah, that's sick of the Colts. Yeah, and I totally then he got, forgot he about that. I was like, God. Not even in the, the twice in a row. And the Panthers traded like their entire future for Bryce Young, and he's not very good thus far. Nope. I mean, I, I, I'll give him some, some slack because he has like no weapons. He has among it's the, been the worst very weapons by separation. It. There's nothing to get excited about, and especially the fact, and it's not his fault, but especially the fact that you have another rookie in Stroud who's having a tremendous year makes them look even more foolish. And it's just yeah. bad process by them. I mean, someone pointed out everything they did. They they not only, it's one thing to trade up for a guy if you really want a guy. They traded up for a pick. So they just get straight up like we want the first overall pick and we'll figure it out, which is yeah, just really bad insane. process. Yeah. yeah, because we we know from experience that like the likelihood is there is one quarterback maybe in a draft who turns out to be really really good. So like to not be certain is a horrible approach, a horrible horrible approach. But yeah, they're awful. Frank Wright gets the axe. I'm shocked that Brandon Staley hasn't gotten the axe given the team that the Chargers have. They have the highest paid defense in the NFL. Please just just become head coach. I want to see what happens. A lot of them want it. A lot of them want it, bro. A lot of like I I remember when people in this town I remember people in this town wanted Kellen to be head coach. We had to get rid of McCarthy. Yeah. I was looking at their uh their I was looking at their game, their game thread last night, and when they ran, they at one point it was like third and seventeen, and they ran this hook and lateral play, where they threw it to Keenan Allen, and then he like lateraled it to Austin Eckler, and he got the first down, and all of it was just like Kellen Moore masterclass. That's our future head coach. I was like, bro, you scored three points in the first like fifty four minutes of this game. Like, what? Although low key, great Kellen play. He sucks. I hate Kellen, but that was—he's always good for one of those gyms oh, uh, every now and then. We've all—we've all said that's almost the worst part about Kellen is that it's not like he just enough so eye candy out. where yeah, you're exactly. like, ooh, ooh, yeah, that's fun. It's not fun. like Kellen will like do a competent game. It's Kellen will show you shit that'll make you be like, oh my god, dude, I want to go do that in Madden. That's amazing. And but like, yeah. he'll never do that when it matters, and he'll never—he'll then follow that up with like, all right. Jet sweep with a tight end. Oh, 14 yard loss. Okay, punt it. Like, you're All just, right, oh, here's the drive to win the game. Draw the middle, two yards. Oh, shit. Yep. Okay. I'm in the stands now. All right. You know, you know, you know what I'm thinking is they probably expect me to pass it now, but so if I run it, they'll never see that coming. I'll do the exact same play again. Oh, damn it. Like, Kellen All right, 38 cool routes. All four guys. All four Three guys. Six. Dude. Turn around. Turn around. <laughs> Dude, the most curl-based offense in the NFL. So, but yeah, we'll get to all that here in a minute. But yeah, overall, Cowboys improved to 8-3. and three. Unfortunately, the, the Eagles have kept pace. They should have lost their last two fucking Dude, games. Dude, I was going to say, at the time we were recording our last pod was Monday night. They were down 10. It looked like the Chiefs were going to pull it away. Somehow, they fucked that up. And then they follow it up with the Bills were in the driver's seat all the game. Just Hurts was playing like shit. Two picks. He was like two of seven. The Eagles looked awful, but the Bills kept just doing what bad teams do. They just kept missing field goals and hanging around and doing dumb shit. Not to and mention, sh- dude, they got absolutely hosed on the penalty. Referees. I have never yeah. seen. I would oh, be got hosed in front of the referee, and they didn't call it, which was not, insane. No, not only did they not call it, they gave him an intentional grounding instead. Was, yeah, so, yeah, that was. It, it was, and then on like the following play, they let it. They let Darius Slay just blast a wide receiver like with the ball ten feet away from the guy. You're like, wow. So 
Dude, their luck just continues. I mean, drop like the the Buffalo the Bills dropped picks on the game winning drive, like just continuous like plot armor for the Eagles. They should absolutely be eight and three. Um, but they're home hey, dogs right. this week to the Niners. Like that's how like this is not giving the them a ton of respect. Them, like, dude. I hope the Niners just smash them. Like I hope they, they do what, what they did to us to the Eagles, and they absolutely can. The Eagles and they not, have to. I'm, like, I'm not even late the in the game, man. Even late in the game, they like they get down there and into regulation, and they fuck it up. They're, they're not even like everyone's like, oh, they're just such a great team and winners. Like, dude, they fuck up that, DNA. They fuck up that end of game sequence so bad and force a fifty-nine yard field goal instead of a forty-nine. And Jake Elliott bangs them out. Great kick, but he makes maybe what two of ten of those, I bet. And then OT and. The Bills' defense just gets damaged after giving well, up a field goal. Not even just, that. Gabe Davis loses the game. Like, he turns the wrong way. Yeah, he absolutely just loses the game by himself. That that would have been it. Like he had a, he had three steps and he turned the wrong way. Like you have a wide you have wide open unlimited ground in the center of the field and you and you're like I'll make Josh squeeze one to the boundary here instead. Like insane decision. Even Roma was like, man, Josh is just looking at him like, turn your head around, man. Like, just look at the ball. Like, oh, so frustrating. So, yeah, man, The unfortunately, the Eagles have tremendous, tremendous plot armor. It is very frustrating. Um, I'm this week. I'm just going to pick them. Just didn't pick them because I'm tired of picking the team. I'm tired of picking against them. I might even lay money on them just because, like, I want I want. If I can add a curse of my bad betting onto them, then I'm going to do it at this point because I'm tired. I'm tired of them getting. I mean, it's, it's the bad. It's the making bad meme. Like I just keep getting away with this. with this. Yeah, it's just so fucking frustrating, man. They have pulled like, away from the rest of the Niners, who we hate. We hate yeah. the Niners, and we for have to sure. root for them. They and they've pulled away from the division. They're ten and one. Commanders are obviously ass. The Giants are now their season is so bad that they've now just like fully given into the meme. They're just like having fun with Tommy DeVito, which I will say is really fun. Like the fact that their whole fan base is now doing like the Italian hands every time they score a touchdown and they're having fun with his like absurdly New Jersey Italian family and playing the Sopranos entrance music whenever he walks onto the field is frankly amazing. Like I have to give it to him. It's the, it's easily the funniest thing the Giants have done in the entirety of their time in anything in the danny dimes era yeah i mean it, at least it's fun you know danny dimes is just like a, it, it, to, to sit around and like pay and root for danny dimes is just like an admission that you're an unserious Do you think football team they, they look back at last year and regret it oh absolutely like, like last year to it. Like, like just how how much last year masked the fact that they were just an incredibly lucky team yeah and like it made it so they felt much closer than they actually were. And so they went out and got like ancillary pieces that meant nothing instead of what they needed to do, which was like, go get Devonte Adams. You know what I mean? Like they needed desperately to go like get an offense. And instead they were like, I mean, we got the, these guys are good, dude. If we add Darren Waller to this, Oh, we could be in the NFC championship game. It's like, no, oh, no dude. Cause they, they have to pay him next year. And then they have Saquon, as a free agent who I you guess they'll just walk, let walk. Dude. Yeah. You have to yeah. like dude. the myth of Saquon Barkley being an impact player needs to end. He's not like he, no one is afraid of Saquon Barkley. He has never won a meaningful game. He has never beat the Cowboys. Like, no, stop it. And like giants fans, weird thing where they're like, we should, I knew we should have paid Saquon instead of Danny dimes. I was like, no, that's the only move worse. Than fucking paying Danny Dude, Dimes. Dude, like, we had people there back in the pay, pay Zeke over Dak. We even had a little bit of that ourselves. For sure. Before for Dak sure. Had, had popped off. Uh, the only so thing I'll I say get, is I at least it. Zeke Elliott was a multi-time rushing champion who did win you a bunch of football games. And like, Dallas was a lot closer than those Saquon Barkley has literally never been even close to his draft position. He is a bust, okay? Like... Drafting a guy in the top three and having him be like really good, and I'm not going to say great, really good one year and pretty good another year out of seven, that's that's horrible. That guy's a bust. Like that guy's a bust to be like, oh, this is the new Barry Sanders. And then it turns out like, 
No, he's like maybe the at at his peak, he's like the third or fourth best running back in the, the league one time, and then all the other years he's not even in the conversation of the top ten. Is a huge waste of a pick. Like the guys you could have gotten that draft with that pick are limitless. There were probably like multiple all pros behind Saquon Barkley, who is literally barely worth a roster spot. Well, I'm just glad they suck and that the commies suck. But uh, as Andy alluded to, unfortunately, the uh, the Eagles uh, have, even with the Cowboys winning their last two games, I think I saw odds of getting the one seed have dropped 10% in the last two weeks. Yeah, even with there's wins. just not enough runway left. You know, there's just yeah. not enough games. And our schedule gets really hard. Theirs gets really easy. Basically, I, think I mean, basically... Stop paying attention to them. Like we just need to, like we need to win out. We need to prove to ourselves and the world that we can beat good teams, and then we just got to play it out in the playoffs. Like we do get to play the shitty NFC South, which is great. If we can dog walk the Falcons or the Saints in the first round, and then play, you know, hopefully not the Niners in round two, I'll take it. The good thing is we've done everything we're supposed to do since the Niners game. So they're taking yeah. care of business. We've beaten all the bad teams. Uh, I really wish we had not lost to the Cardinals. That's the one that really I know. Back. I know. That's, that one's really bitten you in the ass. Um, but I told you guys they suck ass. Yep, they do. They do. So, but yes, coming up, we will play uh, Seattle on uh, Thursday night. So back-to-back Thursday games, and then the Cowboys get their their long break before they play Philly at home. Um, so the Seahawks, uh, not a tremendously great team. The line has already moved. I saw it at seven this morning. It's at eight and a half eight now. And a half. Um, those are just two teams trending in different directions. The Seahawks are six and five, and they're two and three uh, on the road. Uh, Geno Smith has had injury issues this year. Uh, Dak Prescott is playing the best football of his life. Um, Yeah, I mean, this is a game that, while certainly a step up from the competition you've been playing the last couple weeks, I would hope the Cowboys could could, can like handle this team pretty easily. I would think so. Um, That line does feel big, but. You know, I watched that Thanksgiving Day game against the Niners, and it was clear the Niners were just in a different class. And I think, although the Niners beat the shit out of us, I think we're on that tier with, you know, us, them, and Philly. Um, and the Seahawks are in a different tier. Dallas is at home. Dallas has won every home game by 20 points so far this year. So uh, it does feel like, you know, I get why the line is the way the line is. So I would think... They don't, you know, they, they have a little bit of offense. They're, they're not completely devoid of talent. but They got guys. Uh, they got DK Metcalf. They got Tyler Lockett. They got Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, you know, yeah. not, a, not a bad running back. He might be say. hurt, though. He may not play. We'll see. Okay. He didn't play cool. on Thanksgiving, so I don't know if he's going to suit up on Sunday. I haven't seen no on the other side, practice you're, reports you're haven't come out yet, uh, so. On the other side, you're basically looking at uh, Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks of Texas Tech fame. Well, and uh, I will give a shout-out to the rookie. They uh, took Devon Witherspoon in the first round, who I really loved, corner, and he's been a stud. If it wasn't for Jalen Carter on the Eagles, I think he would be defensive rookie of the year. He's been uh, pretty badass this year. Yeah, he's got three sacks as a corner, which is pretty sick. Uh, and he's got a 97-yard interception return for a touchdown which is pretty yeah. tight so yeah they've got a couple of playmakers on defense which is nothing new in in seattle for sure and they've got some weapons on offense that can uh can hurt you if you let them um the record feels appropriate they matches. feel like a six and five team they feel like they're gonna be you know wild card team nine and seven or ten and seven nine and eight ish this year yeah so agreed um, but overall, man, I feel like this is a great transition into much better games for the Cowboys. So they've played like true bottom of the barrel teams and they've smashed them. They've done their job. This is the transition period between like those teams and the Eagles, uh, you know, Dolphins, Bills, uh, get Lions games. You're going to have to play down the stretch. So this should be like kind of your get right warm up game for those. Uh, the line is eight and a half. I do feel like the Cowboys can handle this team, especially at home. 
I'm going to go ahead and say I think that the Cowboys win this one 30-17. Zebra, I'll let you take. I'll, I'll let it give yeah, you. Yeah, but... uh, this seems like the type of game, honestly, that we would normally just kind of win for some reason. Kind of like the Chargers game. We're much better than they are, but it's just the way it seems to go. I'm going to say 24-17. No, what? No, twenty four fourteen. Ooh, like like cover the spread, cover the spread. Um, I'm going a bit of a shootout. I think Dak's dealing. I think the defense will. You know, I think Geno and company will do enough. Um, I'm gonna say uh, a thirty eight twenty four Cowboys win. Ooh, thirty eight. Like that. Like that. Okay, folks. Well, there you have it. We will uh, definitely be covering that game on Thursday night. So, boys, do we want to do a little Star Love Goat action for Thanksgiving? We did a little out of order here, but, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, we, we did the preview first. I'm sorry. We did skip Star Love Goat, but uh, no worries, fans. We are back, you know. Uh, we had our first Star Love Goat, Mr. Deron Bland, last week. He set the record this week. Uh, just to reset for everyone out there, the Star of Goat, basically the player of the game, but, you know, sometimes we get a little wacky with it. Sometimes just whoever popped, whoever you want to give your, your special shout-out to. So why don't we start with the love of the game? All right. Uh, first of all, are you positive about that last week? I thought Andy picked Dak. No. It was, it, was a, it was a— it was. I gave Dak, I gave Dak my uh, honorable all mention. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm also going with Bland once more. Oh. I mean, there's no way I can't. I love interceptions. I mean, it wasn't critical for the game this time, but yeah, I mean, he got was the awesome. NFL record, and it was a beautiful yeah. pick six. I'd probably get it if it was first of the season. I'd still give it to him just for that pick six. And we know that Deron Bland has actually like really arrived as an elite corner that now we're hearing people be like, dude, he gave up 100 yards, dude. He got cooked all game and then got a meaningless interception, bro. Like, uh, that, you know he's elite now. Like, he's arrived. He's at Trayvon Diggs level now. I do want to spend just a, a hair bit of time on the pod to really highlight how crazy that is that he set the record. I mean, we kind of... We kind of breezed over it, but like truly Deron Bland, if I had told he was going to set the interception return for a touchdown record by Thanksgiving in the NFL, that is nutty, dude. He is yeah. five pick sixes. And not only that, what's also a crazier stat, because I, okay, you know, that's whatever, NFL record, that's pretty crazy, but he's the most pick sixes of any Dallas Cowboy in their career. More than in their Dion, more than in their career, his fifth. He now passed. Uh, damn, I don't have the names off cuff, but he passed a couple Cowboys that were at four, and now he is the, the sole leader. The for a career is twelve. Like no it, one it, has ever done it more than twelve times. And Deron Bland has played like seventeen games and has five. Yeah, and he is. But that's what's crazy is he is. The Cowboys have a very rich and long history, especially the corners. Even I mean, you go back to like Mel Renfro, uh, you know, uh, at prime time Deion Sanders. Uh, guys who guys who have five. Okay, Asante Samuel, Eric Berry, Dre Bly, uh, D'Angelo Hall, Night Train Lane. Ronnie Lott, Champ Bailey has four. Yeah, wow. In his career, dude, Champ Bailey is some people's goat. Like some people think Champ Bailey is the best cornerback of all time. Like that's insane, dude. But I, that's what I'm saying. The Cowboys have Hall of Famers, man. Like you know, Renfro. I mean, even Walls was great. Dennis Thurman, and then we go to like. Dion and then Terrence Newman, Darren Woodson. Like, dude, there's been some really fucking good corners that have come through Dallas. And for him to have the best pick sixes of any of them, uh, really insane. So I just want to take a, a second to breathe on that. But uh, shout out to Deron Bland, man. I mean, that's it just it's seems, nutty stuff now. Like, I would say it seems almost like he just slowly started to be like, hey, this guy's really, really good. And then just broke yeah. the fucking record. Like, he didn't have time to process. Like, oh, yeah, Deron Bland. He's like digs. Like, he is high quality. It's not he's having a good season. It's just like, oh, shit. 
if he gets not a two more, if he gets two more, he will have tied the career pick six record with Ed Reed and Marcus Peters. Oh, I'm saying I think he's, he's got to get he's defensive two more. player of the year honors. I think he's got to get defensive player of the year honors at this well, point. This is, what do you think? I don't think he's going to be still like he's still like not even top four or five for defensive player of the year because I think a lot of it has to be with name, right? He doesn't oh, yeah. have. That's my yeah, thing. The name he's and very rep quiet. Yet, but... He doesn't have a huge personality, so you don't see him a lot. And look, you could argue he's not the best player on his own defense, which is also why I argued Nick Bosa shouldn't have got it last year because I think Fred Warner's better than Bosa. But you know, agreed. But, I, but yeah, and I also think that like there is a a definite, uh, especially in the modern game, there's a huge bias towards pass rushers. Like that oh, is yeah. the like impact that is like the goal of the defense now, and so. We have really tuned everything towards pass rush, and so pass rushers are the defensive player of the year. Whoever's doing the most important job the best gets it. Um, but we are only like a couple years removed from like Stefan Gilmore being defensive player of the year at cornerback. So it can happen. I think Duran can do it, especially if he gets like one or two more. Like if he gets one or two more, it is a record that will probably stand for like 50 years. I, I oh, yeah. think it's going to be a lot like Dak, where if he wants to be – in the record conversation, he's got to do it in the games where we're not winning by 28. You know, we yeah. got to do it in some. If he sixes Jalen Hurts to win the game, that's what I mean. You got to do it in some of these Eagles, Bills, Dolphins games upcoming to, to, I think, get the national attention. Not to take away, I mean, a pick six is a pick six, but I think that's some of it too, you know. But either way, uh, fantastic fucking year from Bland. Great, uh, great love of the game, Mister Love. Uh, Mister Goat, will you uh, be following him, or are you changing it up? I'm definitely giving him honorable mention. Um, but my my go to the game goes to Dak Prescott. Um, like I said, Dak's playing the best football I can never remember him playing. He is so locked in, so comfortable. He is making his throws just look so much better than I can in my living memory remember him being. Maybe 2021 was like this, and I just like am just seeing this in real time, so it just seems better. But the velocity, the accuracy, and the touch on these balls is just it's elite. Like this is the first time I think we're having a serious conversation about Dak Prescott being in that tier of like, is Dak Prescott right now the best quarterback in football? You can make an argument for it for sure. Um well, he's getting MVP chatter for the first time in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So. so like, and and especially given where we were after the Niners game, in in regard to Dak specifically, where it was like, even I, greatest of Dak defenders, was like ready to give up on him, and to have him go from there to here now, where it's like, dude, if he can play like this, we can beat anybody. That's just such a crazy delta migration. So. I want to see him do it against elite teams. I think that's where everybody's at, but he's just played such elite football. I have to give him the credit when it's due. And Dak Prescott did. I mean, it wasn't like he got carried by CeeDee Lamb. It wasn't like he got carried by Tony Pollard. The the offensive explosion on this team was Dak Prescott absolutely dicing this defense in just tiny, tiny pieces on Thanksgiving. And in by like the by like the third or like the beginning of the fourth quarter. He was eating a turkey leg on the sidelines, which is like peak disrespect, which I can appreciate. I receive that, but like, yeah, we do need to get that. We do need to talk the, about that. In the, he hit it in the yeah, Salvation Army yeah. before the but, game, which was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I do. That was sweet. We we forgot to mention that touchdown where they all ran over and grabbed the uh, jumped in the Salvation Army pot, which has kind of become their Thanksgiving thing that they do. Yeah, uh, Zeke really started that. Really started a pretty cool thing there, and then. De- you know they hit the chicken in there and uh and man, grabbing a, a turkey leg which is Devontae turpin has become such an awesome weapon for this offense that's his fourth touch dude i've really changed my opinion on him you know they, they found a way to utilize a gadget player for probably the first time that i can remember cedric wilson like, was okay but you know, did a job with cedric but he was i still think a pure he's a wide well, you're right you're right. They, they they did some good plays with him, but I I love Turpin's a really nice little kind of kind of wild card up the sleeve, yeah, if you and, will. And dude, kind it, of a... it really speaks to like 
the things that, that Kellen couldn't do. You know, Kellen looked at Cavante Turpin and was like, this is not a guy I can use. And he wanted to use Noah Brown on every fucking play, but couldn't bring himself to find a role <laughs> for Cavante yeah. Turpin, who has elite speed, dude. And Mike McCarthy's like, you know, you know what? Like, this guy can run the ball. He can play wide receiver. He can do sweeps. He can do all kinds of stuff. And it's been really successful. I mean, four touchdowns is a really good year for a guy like that. So I'm stoked on Turpin, dude. I think he's been a great, great addition to this team. Good. Uh, so very nice. Uh, Dak Prescott getting another love, another goat of the game, which will bring us to the walkstar side of the game. And I'm actually going to give it to a first timer here that nobody has. One Jonathan Ooh. Hankins. Nice, dude. He did play a hell of a game. A Big two sacks. Uh, even dropped into coverage on a play, which was low key sick. Crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah, he was great. He had a big play on the fourth down. Um. You know, it just thought he popped in that game. You know, I, I could have given it to Micah again. Shout out to Micah. He's on my honorable mention for another one and a half sacks. Deron Bland, also an honorable mention for setting Micah the keeps record. He robbed but... of sacks, dude. He definitely had two, and they gave half of one of his to Fowler, and it was like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I know. But, uh, you know, great game from the defense overall. You know, they gave up 300 yards, but never really looked like they were in jeopardy of giving up anything big. It was all underneath stuff, tackled well, uh, no dumb shit. So, uh, appreciate that. And anyway, big snack, Hankins. Thought he was great in the middle, so. Hell yeah, dude. Love it. All right, boys. Well, that takes us out of Star of Goat. It moves us to pod picks. If we look at week 12... Let's you do it. Actually, went ten and five with the outcome of the Bears Vikings still on the line. So, uh, I actually went nine and six. So you boys both picked up a game with Bro. me, but Zach took the Doblin. Everyone else took the Bears. It's six to three. It's a pretty ugly game right now. Uh, the Bears are winning, not, dude. Yeah, he's playing like ass. The astronaut. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> I doubled down on him, by the way, just now. You just bet on him? Fuck yes. yeah. Um, you know, why not? You know, I think they 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 had zero, they had negative seven yards of offense in the first quarter against the Bears, but, you know, maybe they'll figure it out here. Well, the Bears are really good. It's not negative dude, seven now, something. though, man. Don't live in the past. <laughs> no. That's right. They're moving. They're moving. So... Uh, Zach has the Vikings. We both have the Bears. I was nine and six. We all missed the Lions. The Lions got upset on Thanksgiving. That, that was crazy. Was, uh, that that dude, was shout crazy. out to the Packers. I would say dude. that was they actually like on a low a low key streak, dude. I would say that was my favorite game. Good coach, good coach. Like outside of Cowboy Homerness, like that was probably the best, most exciting game to watch on Thanksgiving for sure. Like I love for sure. Yeah, golf every now and then just kind of reminds you that he's just not quite in that tier. You're people, not that guy. Yeah. Yeah. you're not yeah. that guy. Yeah. Pal. The Packers just punched him in the mouth and ran away with it. Agreed. Yeah, they did. Um, we both had the Niners. Me and Andy. Zach had the Seahawks, so he missed that. We all had the Dolphins. Uh, we all had the Bucks. The Colts actually won that game. Zach yelled at me for betting him, but I teased him. So yeah, I, I teased hit. him too. But you, it took me a second. Because I didn't see your bet, so you're just like, I like the Bucks, so I threw money on them, and then I it popped no, up. We were spitballing. Then it threw we up what your actual bet was, so I was like, oh shit! So I copied that, which was a good bet. So thank you for that one. It that one hit. All right, but you're, you're not welcome. The Bucks one and the Buffalo Wild Wings I was at didn't even have the game on, so I just had to look at my phone to see what it was. I was like, God damn it, Ben! I yeah, their like defense got smashed. Well, to be fair, we did all pick them this week, so you're yelling at me. You picked them in pod picks, too. I, I think that's so. recount. I need an audit for that one. <laughs> um, I picked the Patriots, the Giants, and DeVito one. You guys both got mm-hmm. that. Um, we all got the Steelers. I mean, we got the Titans. Zach tried to get bold with the Panthers there. Sorry, Zelo. Uh, they suck. They fired their head coach. Um, me and Zach took the Jags. Andy took the Texans. They lost on a field goal at the end. That was a great game. That was a fun ass game. T Dog and Stroud. That'll be a fun battle. I, I had T Dog for two passing touchdowns, and I was so frustrated because he only had he one. Was, yeah, but he was so close to like three other ones, and his receivers just kept dropping. Or like they would get. I know uh, Ridley dropped one. It'd be like you know 
they'd get a fucking like two DPIs moving them up to like first and goal. And it's Dude, like, they've drawn the most DPIs of anyone in the league. It's fucking nuts. Uh, I say that because I'm mad because I have Trevor Lawrence and Ridley in leagues and I don't get points for mm-hmm. that. So uh, We all took the Falcons. The Falcons won. I also yeah. bet on that because the Saints are so fraudulent, dude. So fraudulent. Uh, the Falcons might be the team we play in the playoffs, boys. Mm-hmm. So if you're a, a, a pod listener out there, it's some eyes on the Falcons if they're on your TV screen, if you're casually watching because <laughs> we might be... We might be going to Atlanta for a playoff game this year. They're now the NFC South leaders, so. Uh, and I took the Cardinals. Bad bet. They got fucking smashed by the Rams. Uh, Rams blew them away. You guys both had Rams. Zach also had the Broncos. Credit to that. Me and Goat took the Browns. They got thoroughly handled. We all had the Bills over the Eagles, of course. Bills should have won. We all had the Chiefs. They went down 14 nothing, and then they... They kind of realized they were the Chiefs, and I think won thirty four to or thirty one to fourteen or something. They blew them out after that, and then we all had the Ravens who uh, beat Andy's favorite uh, team in Los Angeles there. So anyway, uh, good week. You boys picked up a game on me that moves us to week thirteen. Next week, I promise I will actually have the overall record. One of these days, I'll I'll do some pre-pod homework and actually add it up so the fans know what's at stake here for us who has to do the dude perfect challenge uh oh god (laughs) who has to buy some dude perfect gear but uh anyway we all picked dallas this week uh so that one's easy so that'll bring us we're actually the thursday night game by the way we did not bring that up we're playing on thursday night again for people at home so do not make plans. Uh, you know, there seems to be the Amazon trend now. Prime account. Yes, sir, Mr. Jeff Bezos, man. Dude, trying on, to make on, a... on Black Friday, they they got an NFL game put on Black Friday, and then they individually targeted ads to every single person watching that football game's Amazon Prime account and enabled you to make those purchases without changing away from the game i was like dear god bezos you're about to take over black friday you bastard yeah we're waiting in the future the future is now fellas i for one welcome our new ai overlords <laughs> i'm saying that on record please don't kill me Rocco's basilisk okay so first noon game colts titans shit division shit game uh Whoever wins first dibs at this can be guessed. You know the i i was pretty I was pretty convinced the Colts were like complete free fall ass, but they're on a, like a low key winning streak. They've won three in a row. I mean, some really bad teams. Probably the two worst teams in football. I in still there. like and Shane Panthers, Steichen. I think he's a Panthers good coach. And the uh, the Panthers and and New England. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pick the Colts. I'm following you with the Colts just because I, I don't – the Titans, I just – people try to make Will Levis a thing for a minute. He sucks, dude. And Derrick Henry, I think, has finally ran out of gas. Yeah. So uh, I hate to say that because you never know because their O-line's bad and their team's bad, but uh, I'm taking the Colts. I came to this realization last week. I don't think I was talking to any of y'all. I just independently realized – you know, I think the Colts and the Titans are just the two teams that I just give the least amount of shits about. I don't, I don't yeah, care about them. I don't watch their games. They are barely in the league, I, barely in the league my, dude. I have to remind myself who plays for them. So them playing together, the Colts like, post Manning, like barely I just, exist. I mean, they ended lucky years a little bit, but like, yeah, they, it was amazing they when they had Wentz. football wilderness. Yeah, but I didn't yeah, even watch it. So I just like like laughing about it. Not even paying yeah. attention. I would just see the I would just see the the high the low lights and look at the box score. But uh, yeah, so you going uh who you going with? Shit, I'm Coin gonna flip. go with Titans and just All hope right. I win. A little a little contrarian. I like it. Uh, next one's new key fun, maybe shitty, but Falcons Jets. Uh, Falcons. The the Jets are entire ass, dude. <laughs> Give me Falcons as well, dude. I thought it couldn't get any worse than Zach Wilson. I apologize to him. Boyle might be a whole new level of ass. Boyle's like he's in that Stupid like ass. He's gonna be a trivia question. You know what I mean? They're like, who who put in the worst single game of you know like who is that guy that played for the Bills a couple years ago? 
for like two Nathan games. Peterman. Yeah, Nathan Peterman. He he's the answer picks. right now. Yeah. yeah, that that's gonna be that's gonna be Boyle. So give me the Falcons. Falcons. Nice. Lions Saints. This is easy. The Saints are entirely fraudulent. I've already I already have a bet on the Lions because I think that Derek line moves. Are, They're only Derek, four point favorites. I think everyone's kind of freaked out because they lost on Thanksgiving. But the Saints are legitimately bad. Oh yeah, Derek Carr, threw, bad. Derek Carr threw one touchdown in their last game, and it was to the other team. Dude, and uh, Michael Thomas is on IR. No shocker, but he's out. Olave got a concussion. Number three receiver got hurt. I think they're gonna be playing. Eric Carr with a bunch of nobodies out there, dude. Yeah, so that's no, that's a joke. Broncos Texans. This one's fun. You think so? Oh, you didn't ask me. Broncos are sneaky. All of a sudden, the Broncos have won six in a row. Oh, oh, are you taking the Saints, Zach? Sorry, uh, no. I wrote down Lions no, no, already. No. I just needed to say Lions. You guys didn't record okay. it. I didn't want some. Well, Zach didn't technically Sorry. pick, so he doesn't get points for that one. Like I pick Lions. <laughs> You're smart. I was trying to fuck you there. So. I know. But no, the Broncos have won like six in a row. They've beat some like low key, pretty good teams in there too. Beat some Bills, dude. Yeah, dude. They they so starting uh start they lost they lost to the Chiefs and then they came back. They beat Green Bay, the Chiefs, oh. Buffalo, Minnesota, Cleveland, dude. Like yeah, they've, they've beat some pretty decent teams. I think they can beat Houston, but I also think Stroud is really fun. So I'm like excited to to see this one. But I do think the Broncos win it. Yeah, the Broncos. You know, maybe maybe my old friend Sean Payton. All of a sudden, they're uh, they're becoming a thing. Uh, they're in the playoff picture all of a sudden, which is kind of shocking, man. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Texans. Nice. Yeah, you know the Broncos. Did you take Broncos? Go. I did. The Broncos had a good little run, but. It's going to end. They lost to the Commanders. They lost to the They're Raiders. better than they were. This is this is the thing you got to be careful about, Zach, when we when we talk about betting, too, is there's teams that are really shitty in September and October that you just assume are shitty all year, and then they actually, like, find a pulse, and you just keep remembering them how bad they were. They the and he's right. The Broncos may be that team. Well, so are the Eagles. The Eagles lost to the Jets. Yeah, well... Okay. No, I thought that's what he said. They lost I to the did. Jets. Yeah, well, the Eagles suck, though. Yeah. They get bailed out every game. That's None true. None of their wins are legitimate. Very true. Very true. Sure. Very true. Okay. I'm well, going with Texans, well, honestly. Texans. I thought that. I thought, yeah, the game against the Jags was just beautiful. Even if it's good so again. Good, like, I think so the good, Texans, dude. I think they're both good teams. I think it's going to be a good game. But I think that the Texans are going to win. Nice. The Jags could be the win seat. Sack, the uh, Texans had a sick touchdown celebration when Stroud scored that TD. Did you see that? I did not see that. He had them all line up. Oh, dude, go go look it up. It's great. It's like a reference to Major Payne. He, they all line up like he's a drill instructor, and then he punches one of them. It's really great. Uh, this next one, a big poop game. Uh, Chargers, Patriots. I could give zero fucks about this game, but uh, I guess the tr- <laughs> hey, hey, dude! I, the the Chargers haven't found a team yet in the last like month that they can beat. So if I they lose that, this, this might be a fire fire off game saying. between Bill and Staley and, and Bill. This might be a loser loser leaves town game. Yeah, uh, so I cannot see the Patriots winning. No, at all. The, like, the Chargers are going to win. The this Patriots game. are they, like. I mean, the Giants-Patriots game was so fucking hilarious to me. I actually fucking zapped. I'll be honest. I watched. The Chargers are. I think they are. The Chargers are. The Chargers are just super horrible for how much talent they have. The Patriots are devoid of talent. So, like, I'll admit, even in that situation, they should lose. At the Buffalo Wild Wings, I was at on Sunday. I sat down in front of the Giants-Patriots game so I could watch it because I didn't really care too much about what was going on. It was hilarious. I was cracking up. I loved it. I just, I just love how the Giants have like totally taken on the meme, dude. Oh like, yeah, their whole identity is about Tommy DeVito now, and they're all doing the Italian hands and shit. I love it. I, and they played the Sopranos theme song when he ran onto the field. That was incredible. They did. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Wow, so great. A little racist, but all right. And his family is just like his his whole family is just like absolute goombas, dude. Like they're all smoking cigars and shit. Like it's 
His brother looks like he got. Did his dad do it after family. they showed yeah, his dad on the big screen? And, was, and then just cheering his dad and his dad to the. <laughs> so great, so great. so fucking sick. So yeah, they're god awful. So they they, uh, they at least got some positive momentum then, you know? They're having fun. They're having fun with it. Um, but yeah, dude, I cannot pick the Chargers though. So I'm picking the Patriots because I, I can't do it. Fair enough. I fucking hate the Chargers. Cardinals Steelers. I I'm done with the Cardinals. I'm, I thought Kyler coming back, they might be have a pulse, but no, they're still the worst team in the NFL. Give Steelers me will win this game like thirteen to nine <laughs> and continue to fucking <laughs> Steelers are gonna somehow get a they're gonna go like eleven and they're gonna go twelve and five this year and people are gonna have to study yeah, how Pittsburgh for sure. But I'll take Pittsburgh. 12 and 5 with like a minus 53 point differential. People are going to be like, wait, what? Yeah, I, since Kyler's come back, I think I saw he's 33% completion percentage on throws longer than 10 yards down the field. So, yeah, but his KD is like bad. four, dude. He's fucking he's running a lot. on pod, dude. He's running a lot. So, Zelo, who you got? Yeah, I'm going with Steelers. I try to give the Cardinals benefit of a doubt a lot early on, and I'm done with it. I, I've come yeah. to peace with if they hadn't the beaten us, we, would, we would shit on that team so universally if they hadn't beaten us. We would have zero respect for them, but they beat us, and so we're all kind of like, well, they are scrappy, you know? Like They got they got a lot of heart, you know? Dude, they're uh, just bad. They're very bad. They're very bad. So are the Commanders, who are playing the Dolphins I think Sunday. we're all the Dolphins here. This should be oh, a yeah. blowout. That's I, a blowout. I imagine this is a double-digit line in favor uh, of the last Dolphins. I saw it was nine so. and yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be a runaway. Um, Panthers, Bucks. This game how do we, sucks. How do we but feel I'll about fired coach momentum games? Like, uh, you know, like the Raiders suddenly won like a couple games after their coach got fired. Is that this kind of situation with Frank Reich, or is it like they just? I, so I bad? just. I hear what you're saying, and I felt that way with the Raiders too. They like to the Raiders, Adams. like. Well, the Raiders actually were okay. They were probably a 500 team playing like, you know, a bad team. But yeah, I the Panthers are the worst talent team in the NFL. Maybe the Patriots. Like they it's a real... DJ Moore and they were like, Adam Thielen can replace him. Adam Thielen's been their only good player. Like they're so oh, yeah. bad. Uh, and well, Bryce Adam Young, Thielen did say he went there so he could win a Super Bowl, dude. He picked them because they had a chance to win the Super Bowl. And the Bucks still have a playoff chance, so I'll take the Bucks. but it's Dude, pretty bad. Baker is still in the top. He's only plus 10,000 for NFL Comeback Player of the Year. He's number 10 spot. I think he could still squeeze okay. one out. You know, I actually didn't think he played bad against the Colts. They just, no. their defense got hosed, so. Niners-Eagles, baby. Here's Who'd y'all take? Y'all all take Bucks? Oh, Bucks for sure. Zelo. You're muted. Oh, You're muted. I'm gonna take the Panthers. Oh. I, I want to be contrarian on this. I don't, know, I don't think they're gonna end the season with one game that they win. They're gonna be at least a two win. We'll give you. We'll give you first dibs on Niners Eagles. I that should be fun. Bet this game in the very beginning of the season on 49ers because I had faith that the Eagles were going to lose a lot. And so this line was going to be like really skewered in favor of the 49ers. And I was going to be like, oh, I'm getting it on it early. Uh, it's probably, nice. They're still favorites. I, They're honestly, it's probably two and a half the point favorites. same line that I got in the beginning of the season, which kind of sucks. But I'm going Niners. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm going to check that out real quick. I'm done. I'm done picking them and giving them any momentum. Oh. Anything I can do to, to switch up momentum on the Eagles, I'm doing it. I'm going to bet them and I'm picking them. I'm putting Eagles. I want. I, I need to send some some bad juju their way. I like it. I like no, it. Actually, so I got, I'm picking yeah, I got Eagles. The 49ers uh, when they were underdogs, actually. So I'm still happy. Oh, about hell that. yeah. Nice. They might have paid off. Yeah, that was a good play. Um, Browns, Rams, kind of stinky. I every time I think the Rams are really bad and write them off, they kind of win a few and look competent. And then every time I think they're ass, you know, the opposite happens. So I don't. Oh, uh, these two teams both I think suck. I 
give me the Browns, dude. I just think defense is ultimately what can win a lot, win you a lot of games, and I don't believe in the Rams at all. So I don't either, but I'm going Rams. Fuck, I'm me. going Rams as well. Fuck the Browns. <laughs> I like Zach's devotion to that that standard. It's a great bit. Um, or great just moral stance, Zach. Uh, Sunday night game. Looks crappy, maybe sneaky good, but Chiefs-Packers, I think this will be a game where the Chiefs don't ever look good at any point and it somehow win by like six points or four points. And the, Chiefs you're just be, like, the Chiefs should be executed for what they've done to Patrick Mahomes being like, dude, you can win with, you know, Valdez Scandling as your number one wideout. Like, God, dude, if they, had, if they had a half of a wide receiver, they would beat the Eagles. It makes me so upset. But I'm picking the Chiefs too. The, the Packers have um, they pulled out two upsets uh, against the Chargers and uh, the Lions on Thanksgiving. But I, like Zach said, against uh, about the Broncos, I don't think that they're that's to last. I don't really believe in in Jordan Love still. Um, I think the Packers lose this game, even though it's in Lambeau. Yeah, I'm also gonna go with the Chiefs. I mean, I would love for the Packers to win, not because I dislike Mahomes or the Chiefs. I love both of them. Always a big fan of New Blood. I would love for the Jags to be the first seed. I'd love for the Jags to be a good team. I don't think they are. I don't think the Packers team would really mean anything to the Jags. But plus, Andy Reid in December, you got to watch out. Yeah, I'm true. The, I think this is typically. I honestly don't agree with Ben. I don't think it's going to be a close <laughs> game. I think the Chiefs are just going to shit on them. I just don't think they're. Like offensively capable of shitting say, on anyone anymore. To shit on I mean, not like, like the way we shit on team, but like I don't think it's going to be a close game. I don't think the Packers are going to look. They'll very win good. a twenty-four to ten, yeah. like, something like yeah. that, where it's like it's not really no. ever in doubt. Fair enough. Monday Night Football: Bengals Joey visit the Jaguars. B, Joey B, Joey B, Joey B. Can you throw left-handed, Joey B? <laughs> I know now it's a uh, Browning. Yeah, um, I didn't watch any of that game, so I have no idea what he looked like. But I saw that they dude. It's the Jags. The so, Bengals are fucked now. It's it just is what it is. Like the Bengals are yeah, they're gonna fold. This is a pure fold. Not everybody has a Cooper Rush. Okay, mm-hmm. like it is what it is. I guess we're all doing. Jags. I'm on the Jags yeah, too. Jags. Yeah. Yeah. Statement win for the Jags beating Texans because they're now in command of the their playoff fate so huge huge All right, boys. what's our uh what's our unanimous picks for the week ben all right we are all on the cowboys the falcons the lions the steelers the dolphins and the chiefs and the jacks not bad not bad all right. Anything else before we get out of here for the week? Nope. Just uh, you know, ready to rock with you boys into into the the closing stretch here. Hell yeah, dude! December time, big ball. All right, folks. Well, as always, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. If you like what you heard, please feel free to like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. It helps us climb the eternal ladder that is the iTunes and Spotify podcast charts. If you'd like to interact with us, shoot Ben an X on X at BWBB pod. He would love to interact with you. He wants to hear your opinions. He, he loves other people's opinions. They're his favorite thing. We'll be back uh, next Monday in the wake of what is hopefully a yet another Cowboys victory against the Seattle uh, sea chickens. As always, I'm Andy Gatelli. Ben Walker. Zachary Love. This has been Boys Will Be Boys. Take it easy. Peace.